Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Sister Monica. Happy Friday to everybody. God is awesome and good and powerful. Just praising Him and thanking Him. And uh, just to let us know, it's 5 degrees C in Toronto. And uh, the breeze, the air is fresh and beautiful. Just want to praise God. Praise God for His creation and His awesome power. Just want to say thanks to him. Um, Let us pray. Father in heaven, we are so grateful and thankful just for this breeze, breeze, oh God, the breath that we breathe, the, the, the awesome power that you have, the love that you have for us, Lord Jesus. We are so grateful and thankful. We just pray that you will wash us with your blood. You will cleanse us. We know that you are even at the door. Help us to be ready because you are even at the door. Bless us in abundance and let the words, Lord, multiply and reach your people even now. Thank you, Lord God of glory, as we present your word to you. And we just want to worship you and thank you. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen. Um. Just want to share a little testimony before I open the word. And the word the Lord gave me this morning concerning the end time. And it's going to be Matthew 24 from verse 36 to 42. And it's what is happening in the last days if we are seeing the signs. What are some of the signs we are seeing to show that Christ is even at the door. What is it that we're noticing concerning back then? You know, let us pay attention. The Lord wants us to look and see around the world a lot of disasters, a lot of things are happening that is unusual. And God wants us to focus and to know that he's even at the door. Um... I was working in the last couple of days. I was working on this live plane. And I was working beside this gentleman. And I'm working away how could I be a witness. And sometimes it doesn't matter where we are. We should look for an opportunity. How can I be a witness to somebody? And I'm wondering, how can I share Jesus? And I'm observing this gentleman. And an opportunity arise. And I said to him, you know that God is so powerful. And I started to share a testimony with him. And he said, oh, yeah. 
And he said, um, you know, my ex-wife, he said, was a, a psychic. So I said, wow. So, and then he go on to say, you see these beads I'm wearing? These three beads are my protection. They protected me. So I said, why would you say they are your protection? She said she soaked them in something and they protected me. And uh, I asked him, um, what do you mean? You know, how can that protect you? And he said, yeah, at times if you forget them, he will have to go back home and get them because his head started to hurt him. He would have to go get it. So I see that as an opportunity. And I said to him, I can tell you more about Jesus and to tell you, I said, did you know that these things that you're wearing is not of God? And he looked at me and said, really? So I said to him, what if you go home and read Psalms 3 and read it about three times and see what happened? And he said, okay, no problem. Give me the Psalms. So I gave him the Psalms and he wrote it down and he says, I'm sending myself a reminder so that when I go home, I will make sure I read it and I will tell you what happened. And when I saw him yesterday, I said to him, did you read that Psalms? And he says, you know, it's a little strange. I go and I completely forgot about it, like I blocked out, even though I, I plan to read it. And I share again about the love of Christ and ask him again to go back and read it. And he said, okay, I will do it tonight. The point is that a lot of people don't understand that the only protector we have is Christ Jesus. And um, this gentleman is a genuine person, but he just don't know better. And it really puzzled me. And think about the amount of people who don't know Christ genuinely. And they're doing something and thinking it's right. They have never had an opportunity like you and I to hear about the Sabbath message, to go to church, to fall in love with Christ, to know about his second coming. A lot of people don't know about it. And we have to be so grateful that God sent somebody to witness to us. We have to remember our first love when we went down in the baptism pool and we surrendered and has given our lives over to Jesus Christ. What a blessing. What a blessing that is. What a blessing and how we are to not to take God for granted that we are here this morning. We are not some people who live in a Muslim country who don't know better, who don't know Christ, who worship. A lot of people uh, this week is celebrating the Muslim Ramadan. You know, they don't know better. 
you know, they think they're doing what they know is best and they're celebrating and they're having a week of prayer and, you know, celebration. And a lot of people are making their way, as usual, to Mecca, uh, to a, a weeping wall. A lot of people are walking and doing things that can inflict themselves to sacrifice to say, I'm worshiping a God. You know what I mean? A lot of people are pilgriming and they will die for their faith. They will die to do this thing and they don't know that it's not right. It had me wondering and saying, God, we really need to be grateful to know that we are serving a true God. A God whom we can pray to and he will answer us. Not one that we are just worshiping and we have no idea. What a God we serve. What a mighty rock. What a rock of ages cleft for me. What a God whom we worship. When I look at the scripture that the Lord has given me this morning, it reminds me of when Noah preached for so long. He preached for hours and nobody knew the time or hour. Let's just look at the scripture. Matthew 24, verse 36. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, know not the angel of heaven, but my father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. What was the day of Noah? Noah was preaching, and people get familiar with it. That old man again preaching. I will give my life one day. I believe what he's saying. Perhaps one day I will go to his church. Perhaps one day I will believe. When I get older, I'm too young now. I'm doing a lot of things now in life. It's not time to accept Christ. It's not time yet. Perhaps when I'm going to die, I will accept him. Perhaps you hear the word over and over and over and over. And it just become like a ritual. That man at the corner preaching that God is coming and there's going to be a flood and he's building this big ark. That ark is there from my son was born and now my son is 30s, 40s, 50. I have grandchildren now and he's still preaching. When is that God coming? It don't seem like he's coming. Where is, when is that flood coming? I don't believe so. I don't believe it at all. Where is your God? Could you imagine the negative words that went at Noah? Could you imagine preaching every day, people hearing it, like a, a, a radio station every day, like a broken record? Christ is coming. God is coming. The end of the world. There's going to be a flood. 
And the Lord is saying, so shall it be, like in the day of Noah. The gospel will be preached. Many people will share testimonies. There's so many different religions around the world. There's so many religious programs around the world. Every single day and the television and the radio station, there's so many. And many people are going down still into Christless grave. Many people still are ignoring the sign. And the Lord is saying, don't be worried. Because just like the days in Noah, people are hearing the word and not taking it seriously. What are we doing? We are hearing the word, but are we doers of the word? Are we just hearing it? God is letting us know that we are part of it. We are just like in the days of Noah. It's business as usual. Verse 7, verse verse 38 says, For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. Everything looked like business as usual until probation closes, until the Lord says, it is finished. Those who are righteous, let them remain righteous still. Those who are filthy, remain filthy still. That day is fast approaching. The Lord is saying, it's going to seem like everything is okay. It's going to seem like it's business as usual. Verse 39 says, and they knew not until the the flood came and took them all away. So also the coming of the Son of Man be. Until when you see the new Jerusalem coming down, some of us are going to say, wow, the prophecy was really true. Until you realize that the Sabbath day is important, you're going to realize and say, wow, the Sabbath day was really true. It's going to be too late. What even make it worse is people that accept the word, who turn away from God, refuse to come back. This is going to be harder. When you recognize what is going on, when you're on the outside and see the new Jerusalem coming down, and you realize that the devil was a liar, the devil has tricked you into believing the false religion until you remember the three angels' message, until you remember when the Lord gave the word to come out of Babylon before it's too late, until you remembered when the Lord spoke to you and tell you to get baptized and be doers of the word, until you remember some things when the Lord was speaking to you, everything will start to come back, but it's going to be too late. It's going to be too late. It was too late for many. It was too late. God is saying that day is coming again when it's going to be too late. He's asking you. Then the Lord says in verse 40, Then shall two be in the field. One shall be taken and the other left. 
It's not implying that there's going to be a secret rapture. No. There's no secret rapture as some religion preaches, that me and you will be here, and when you look, some people disappear from the house. No. The Lord says in the last days in Revelation, the Lord shall ascend from heaven with a shout. The trump of the Lord shall sound. When that trumpet sound is loud, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, and those that are alive will be caught up. In the second resurrection, people will be re resurrected to damnation. They will be re resurrected to face the judgment. The Lord is saying, you and your husband will be there, and one will be ready, and one will be not. That's what he's saying in verse 40. Two people can be in the field, and one can be connected, and one not. No matter how close you are. He says, then shall two be in the field. One shall be taken, and the other left. In other words, one can be caught up and one would be remain for the judgment of damnation. God is saying there's two sides. He's not saying there's a secret rapture. Verse 41, two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken and the other left. He's saying no matter what job you are in, when the judgment comes, there's going to be two sides, one for Satan and one for Christ. And the Lord is saying, now is the time to make up your mind and to follow Christ. Now is not the time to be halted between two opinions. The Lord is saying, if Baal be your God, follow Baal. If the living God be your God, follow him. He's going to say there's going to be a time when if we don't decide, the Lord is going to spew us out. There's going to be a time when he's going to decide for us. We're not going to remain, be hidden and lukewarm, and nobody know your true character. Nobody know whom we serve. Nobody know if we are a real Christian or we have things in our closet. There's going to be a time come when it's going to be an open book, an open show. And the Lord is saying, so shall it be like in the time of Noah. A lot of people are going to be lackadaisical and doing their own things and enjoying life so to be when all the signs are on the wall, when all the signs are pointing to the coming of Christ and everybody needs to work out our salvation. Everybody needs to come to grip to know that Christ is at the door. We need to wake up, brethren, before it's too late. We need to wake up in, in the last verse, in verse 42, what the Lord said we should do, watch, therefore, for he know not what hour your Lord doeth come. How do you watch? It meant that we have to be vigilant. It meant that we can't be sleeping. If you are sleeping, how can you watch in your sleep? It meant that we must be awake. In the spiritual realm, our eyes must be open. We need to ask the Lord for eye salve so our spiritual eyes will open so we can see the signs that is on the wall. 
Christ is about to come, if we are not watching, how can we see the signs? If we don't know spiritual things, how can we know the signs? We're going to be caught up with that disease. Like when Noah was preaching, a lot of people have that disease to say, tomorrow I will listen, tomorrow. And they waited 120 years. How long is humanity waiting now? How long have you heard many people from way back, you know, for parents' days, heard that Christ is coming? And it never came, but now we've seen the signs of the time. We know that the time is near, nearer than ever before. So the Lord is asking you, are you taking a nap? Are you in a spiritual sleep? Are you in a spiritual nightmare? You're so deep into sleeping that you don't recognize that the master is at the door. The master is about to put in his comment. The Lord is bidding us to watch. The Lord is bidding us to wake up before it's too late. The Lord is bidding us to set our alarm before it's too late. The Lord is saying, set your alarm for midnight and wake up and pray. How many people will set their alarm to pray? If heaven is really somewhere you want to go, why not set your alarm to pray and say, Lord, wake me up three o'clock. I want to intercede. I want to pray that all my sins will be washed away. Why not? Why not set your alarm for 4 o'clock in the morning? I want to spend some time with the Redeemer. I want to spend some time with our friend, Jesus Christ. Why not do it, brethren? If we really take Christ seriously, why not? Why not watch? Why not, if you feel like sleeping and you're reading the word, you get up and walk around and pierce about and say, I can't afford to sleep now because I need to get this word. Why not? Why give the Lord the, 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 the least? Why take the best and give the Lord the, the, the worst? Why? Why not seek his face before it's too late? I encourage you, brethren, that we should not be and allow this thing to be like in the time of Noah. Let us wake up because it's high time when our redemption joy nigh. High time when Jesus is about to come. High time when Jesus is at the door. Let us wake up before it's too late. May God bless you. May the God of grace bless you. May the God of peace be with you this morning. And may we wake up before it's too late. Don't sleep, brethren. God is speaking to us that people are sleeping. There's a spiritual sleep going on. There's darkness, gross darkness around the world. People are not taking the Lord seriously. Let us not be caught napping. May God bless you and keep you, and may his face shine upon you today, as we'll now have the prayer request in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. 
Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.